Welcome to the People Innovation Podcast with Dr. Brian Hampton, the podcast designed to help professionals future-proof their workplace for tomorrow. Innovation is not about products and services. It's really about how people work together and identify problems that matter. This is the perfect platform to get the practical ideas and tools you need to create opportunity. Here's your host, Dr. Brian Hampton. Entering the workplace pretty early on in life, I quickly found I quickly found the differences early on. I mean, I can remember when I was 16 years old and worked working in fast food. On my first job, my boss told me when I was hired that he hired me because I was pretty or I was hot or whatever. He said something, you know, to that effect. That's Angela Howard. She creates women influencers like Apple creates iPhones. Angela's experience is much like a lot of other women's experience in the workplace. At times, they face discrimination, sexism, and even harassment. These are just some of the barriers keeping women from moving higher on the career ladder. Let's look at the numbers. Women cover about 50% of the U.S. population. They even earn 60% of undergraduate and master degrees, and yet they tend to lag in leadership positions. You know, over the years, we've seen a rapid increase in female representation and leadership, but this trend is really not moving fast enough. You know, in the 1980s, there were no women in the executive ranks of the Fortune 100 companies. But now in 2017, according to research, we see around 31% of female representation on Fortune 500 company boards. So while this is progressive, the current rate of progress is not likely to keep up with the country's changing demographics. Simply put, when companies lack female leaders, they lack the diversity of thought and experience that's really required to solve major problems. To help us figure out how we can advance women leaders in the workplace, we connected with Angela Howard, for some practical ideas and advice. So Angela, of all the reasons why women are lacking in the leadership ranks, what do you believe are the top root causes? Well, I think the main one that we have to keep in mind is that, you know, the workplace is traditionally a gender domain, right? I mean, we have to remember that it wasn't until, you know, the, early 1920s, really, that legislation was passed to provide women in the workplace with employment opportunities that were equal to men. And we still even struggle with with the gender pay gap. And even, you know, if you think about history and we go on, you know, go on through the years, it wasn't until the 60s that women began to actually enter the workforce in large numbers, right? So that wasn't even... That was actually out of necessity, um, necessity for women to, to take jobs while men were away at war. So, you know, really just if you think about a, what, 50, 60 years that we've been building up to a 50-50 split in the workplace. So the workplace is traditionally a, a gender domain. And so all mm-hmm. of the cultural pieces, tradition, politics are are deeply engraved in, in that that gendered notion. It's almost tribal, 
right? Because yeah. workplace up, up until this point has been, you know, highly, highly weighted and unbalanced. So it, it's really about breaking down those barriers and really figuring out those slight nuances that make the experience for the women in the workplace different and perhaps a bit more convoluted and difficult to to rise the ranks. So I think that's the that's the most deeply rooted one that we don't oftentimes think about. You know, we're always thinking about well, how do we teach women emotional intelligence or you know how do we mm-hmm. teach yeah. women how to adjust to the workplace when really we should be creating a new type of workplace. I agree. The other piece is you know our definition of leadership. You know, when we think about the definition of leadership and how it's evolved, it, and again, this kind of gets into the deeply rooted tribal traditions of, of the workplace, is the definition of leadership is, is really, it's, it's pretty male-dominated. When you think about words like dominance, charisma even, being aggressive and straightforward and blunt, those can typically be seen as male-dominated traits. I actually think we need to focus more on, you know, less about leadership. I think we need to change the definition of leadership and what good leadership looks like and include things like influence, right? Because mm-hmm. really what we're trying to do is not get a women into positions of leadership. I could care less that a woman is a CEO, but if she doesn't have any influence or power to make key decisions that are even are either driving our organizations forward or our politics forward, then there isn't much there, right? So my belief is we probably need to focus more on influence than leadership. And actually, one of the programs that I'm developing and and, and helping with with this cause is creating a program that's focused not so much on leadership or getting women to executive positions, but more around getting women into positions of influence so that they can make really positive changes in the world. And the last thing is, you know, I always call this the queen bee syndrome. And it's almost women not empowering other women because there is such a, a fight to the top, per se. And, and women are, are you know, the, we, we kind of dominate the top of organizations so rarely, you often see a lack of support from women lifting each other up. And so, you know, unfortunately, when you talk about the Queen Bee Syndrome, this is really all about women uh, not supporting other women and even sabotaging other women. And so that's a key piece to the equation, which is we know we have a male, you know, a traditional workplace, which is traditionally male domain. But then we also have women who are trying to fight through that and who do fight through that. They break the glass ceiling, but then they don't lift other people up with them, other women up with them. Men do a really good job of this and women, not so much. Interesting. No, the, you, you brought out some really, really good concepts. You, you know, you mentioned barriers and, and really the need to change the language associated with leadership. Are there any companies or, or communities that you believe, you know, are really doing a good job in, in creating uh, women influencers? You know, I think the, the STEM community has, has been doing a really great job of, first of all, getting more women into the science, technology, engineering, mathematics space, uh, specifically around technology. You see a ton of support 
in different areas to bring women into this digital age. It's such an influencer today when it, when it comes to our consumers. So you're seeing a lot of rallying behind this cause and this community. I also mentioned, you know, this really isn't a community necessarily, but it's a, in the past, didn't see a ton of women entrepreneurs or small business owners. And we're seeing such a rise in women leaving corporate jobs and entering positions of small business owner or entrepreneur. So you're actually seeing a huge increase there and a lot of support because women are able to kind of shape their own careers and and, uh, branch off and and create their their own businesses. What's the most critical skill you think that that organizations need to master in order to enhance women influencers? What What's that one skill? You know, I, I think it has to be, I wouldn't necessarily call it a skill, but I think it's maybe a capability yeah. of the organization to truly drive innovation and drive a creative, innovative organization. And that's, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of fuzzy, right? Um, we talk about innovation and creativity and what does that actually mean? But organizations need to be open and really supportive of empowering their team members at all levels and with all different backgrounds. So I think this, this gets into a capability that would help women better thrive because you think about the experience of a woman in the workplace, it may be a bit different. And so our ability to flex culture, to flex practices, to empower team members, it's really a really important piece for women to be able to thrive in the workplace, but also for others to be accepting of ideas and different ways of working. Because again, when we talk about leadership, that could look a bit differently across styles, but also across genders and how influence actually shows up in an organization. So if I could narrow it down to one word, it would be something like open-mindedness or innovation. You know, I've never really thought about it as a particular action. You know, being a woman and, 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 and entering the workplace pretty early on in life, I quickly found I quickly found the differences early on. I mean, I can remember when I was 16 years old and working, um, working in fast food, uh, my first job, you know, my, my boss told me when I was hired that he hired me because I was pretty or I was hot or whatever. He said something, you know, to that effect. And so as a 16 year old, I quickly learned that there's, there's kind of a different lens that's, that's being, you know, that's being taken now that I'm in the, in the, in the workforce. And, you know, that, that inspired me to work in a field where I can help influence that type of thinking and, I can really help women manage to their full potential and not allow their experiences or other people's lenses on what they can and cannot do, what they're capable and not capable of doing, impact their success. So, so I absolutely have, have experienced those types of, 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 of things. But I think that you know, the, the challenges kind of make you, make you who you are. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's really how you deal with them that determines your success. So, you know, I, I always take much, a lot of pride in, in my brand and staying true to my brand. So the way I, I manage conflicts like that is, is always consistent. You know, I'm always true to my brand and, and, and how I handle that. And, 
being able to handle it with ease and 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 tact the woman who who strives to become an influencer uh, what advice would you have for her yeah i i think i think there's a misconception i wouldn't call it a misconception but it's an it's an unbalanced perception which is women need other women as mentors which i totally agree with i absolutely agree that you need somebody who is experiencing life through the same lens you are who can help you navigate and guide barriers who can help you understand kind of the labyrinth that is you know working through them but i also feel like you also need to see other perspectives so i've i've always been keen to have a nice balance of male and female mentors and really the the, the best advice that i've that i've received from one of my male male mentors which is why it's so important to stay balanced absolutely is he basically told me be able to captivate a room you, you any skill you have doesn't matter what you're trying to do what you're trying to be successful in if you're able to captivate a room and influence through words and storytelling you're you're going to be successful there's so much value in learning some of those soft skills that will help you influence throughout your career and you know that that's probably one of the best pieces of advice that I've gotten because throughout my career I've I've used that right like I've always been a technical expert in my field but I've also been really really keen to to build soft skills and to be able to build skills that are going to be able to influence others and and take them along with me in my journey. Yeah, no, absolutely. That makes that makes total sense. So we're we're reaching a close. So how can the viewers get in contact with you? Sign up on my website at arhclarityconsulting.com. Feel free to reach out to me on there. I'm also at Angela at arhclarityconsulting.com. Great. Angela, thank you so much for your time. You you provided us with some some great nuggets, great wisdom, and we really appreciate it. Talk to you next time. Thanks, Brian. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. People Innovation Season episodes are provided weekly to help you future-proof your workplace for tomorrow. Make sure you stop by our website, www.changenerd.com, and check out our consulting and training offerings surrounding change management, strategic workforce planning, and business culture. For feedback, questions, or show ideas, email us at podcast at changenerd.com.